Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Here with you on a Wednesday morning. Glad you've joined us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our surface men and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at uh, Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Cold, nasty weather outside. That means it's time to head over to Churn and Spoon, grab a hot chocolate or a hot coffee to warm your bones. Is it going to be cold all weekend? Do you know yet? Well... Let's go to the Thunder Let's and Lightning. Let's go to the Thunder and Lightning. Accu uh, Viper Weather. Sponsored by the Weather Channel. Yes. Uh, what are we looking like this week? Let's see. Your forecast for the coming weekend, according to the Thunder and Lightning weather stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Thir- Thursday. We'll start with Thursday. Yeah. High of 68, low of 41, and sunny. All right. So we're so getting a sunny and 68 on Thursday. Man, that's going to be beautiful. Can we get to Friday like that when we have Friday, baseball? Friday, we're cloudy with a very, very, very low chance of rain. So that's good news. That is good news. Um, and a high of 62. So that's acceptable. Acceptable. Saturday, oh, looks like a beaut. 60 degrees and sunny. And then Sunday, uh, seems like it's going to be, I don't know if that would be considered partly cloudy or mostly cloudy, but... There's a little sun poking above the cloud there. So we can we can be positive about very it. Very low rain chance and 63. So it seems like we're going to have spring-like weather in Stark Vegas. Well, we say all that to say this. Go to Strange Brew Coffee House. And we would have said that whether it was 20 degrees or 80 degrees. Or You're right. You're right about that. So should be you some great weather, though. You will find something to uh, warm your innards or cool your Or innards. cool you off. Innards is such a, a gross word. Yeah, next time, I want you to come in here with a better word than innards. It's not your worst. It's not your least favorite word, though. No, it's not my least favorite word. I know what it is. What is it? Moist. That's not my least favorite word. Is that word. not it? No. That's a no, lot of people. No, I do know what it is. What is I'm it? I'm not going to No, I don't want to say it. Why not? It's not a dirty word. It's discharge, yes. isn't it? Yes. That is my least favorite word. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, just thinking about that. Ah. It's it's weird that our relationship has gotten to the point where we, we know... I don't know what yours is, though. I don't, I don't know that I have a least favorite word. Hmm? I, don't, right. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about my favorite and least favorite word. probably Phillies, if I had to guess. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Ah. Uh, College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. That's the place you can get some brand new M over S gear this baseball season. It's time to... Uh, to change up that look a little bit, MSU, you know, always having some great new looks, you need to have one as well. Head over to College Corner, one of their two locations in Jackson, or shop online at collegecornerstore.com and find out why they have the biggest and best selection of MSU merchandise in central Mississippi. 
Advantage Business Systems wants you to not have to make that difficult choice. It's a choice sometimes you have to make. Do I go with this big business that has everything we need in terms of inventory and products, or do we go with a local business that gives us that great personal service that we deserve? Advantage Business Systems gives you both under one roof, and that's why they've been so successful at helping businesses in this state for nearly 50 years. They are what a local business is supposed to be. They keep their business here in the state of Mississippi. They want your business as well. So call them today and find out how they can get to work for you. More profits, less problems when you call Advantage Business Systems. Call them today at 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. You can find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Could possibly, I don't know, as we sit here and record, it's it's lunchtime on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, according to Governor Tate Reeves, mm-hmm. later yeah. today, yeah, um, sometime around two thirty, mm-hmm. uh, we may get some additional news of some kind. Maybe about yeah. I don't know. I'm just uh, suspecting that it may be something to do with maybe opening Possibly. things. Back Possibly. Up. Well, I'm anyway, not. his his post says one year ago this week. I signed our first COVID order. Today I am signing what I expect to be one of my last. It's time. Briefing on Facebook Live at 2.30 to discuss it. So, Sounds good. So by the time you listen, you will know what it is. But I wonder if we're about to move into a uh Yeah, my, my guess is we will have something to where, talk about today on Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah, so and anyway. When I, say, when I say today, I mean yesterday And for we'll you have something to talk about. Actually, you would have something to talk I about something tomorrow to talk because about. you will be doing tomorrow's show by yourself. Yes. So. That's, that sounds like good news. We'll, we'll, see. See, we'll see where it takes us. Let's jump into the rumblings. Brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. I'm going to Welcome Home Beef when we get done recording. i got to get some dinner uh, for this evening. And that's the great thing. I can just walk right in. And, man, i got a lot of options there. Do I want a steak? Do I want some sausages? Do I want some, some fish? I think I'm going to get some fish, to be honest with you. I think that's where I'm going to go. It's you good for go you. Fish is good. Fish is so good. It's, so, it's, it's a lot easier to cook. Then you know, yeah, you, know, you watch like a cooking show, and they make fish look like it's just this incredible thing. Like, fish is just like you know, three four minutes aside on high heat. <laughs> You're good. It's done. You can eat it. Season it. Put a little lemon on there. Done. Was it on air or off air that we had the discussion of whether or not fish is meat? And I said yes, and you said no. It's it, we it's it, it, it was I think it was, I think it was on air, but I could be wrong. I would be curious to know Church. what the majority of opinion there is, but I would classify fish as meat. It's not. It's fish. It's a different kind of meat. It's not beef. It's, it's not pork. Fish. It's not chicken. Lives in the sea. But it's still meat. I disagree. It is a living right, thing so, with muscles and such. And that's the thing. Is it a muscle? I mean, I would say think about what meat, biologically think about the texture be, of meat. Yes. The texture of meat versus the texture of fish. Is that the same thing? Maybe if you overcook it. <laughs> yes, yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, if you go catch a fish... Yeah. And you try to hold that little sucker in your hand, or big sucker, depending but, on what kind of... It's all it's bones gonna, like, be and be wiggling and stuff. I, mean, I don't yeah, think but it's muscle. Be, Maybe sharks, meat. I don't know. I think it's meat. Can we get an official well, Yeah, we on can. This? The Pope has spoken on it. It's not meat. <laughs> he is infallible, so therein, it is not meat. Well, maybe that's just because, I mean, you know, Jesus had the fish and the loaves and all that, and yeah. so they're like, well, he did that, so we can Well, he was that. a fisher of men. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah. Peter and those guys, that's what they did. They were fishermen. Still think it's me. Well, you're allowed to think what you want in this great country of ours. You can be as wrong as you want. Nobody will arrest you. It's incredible. You're entitled to your wrong opinion. Yeah, you can sit there in your wrongness and be wrong. What's not wrong is going to welcome home beef. 
I might just get a steak now to spite you, Joel. Well, they, they specialize in meat. They do. But and they're they selling fish. They also sell which, fish. Which, to me, would be another indicator that it's meat. I mean, you can get fish anywhere. They get fish at the grocery store. Well, you can get meat at the grocery store. So is so. What are we saying? This is according to Healthline.com. Healthline.com. Fish uh-huh. is the flesh of an animal used for food, and by that definition, it is meat. What Protestant wrote that? Come on. <laughs> I don't want to hear any more of the fish is meat story. Hey, you want to come over to my house later? I'm cooking some fish meat. Okay, and according to the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, abstinence laws say that meat is considered something that comes only from animals that live on land. Correct. Fish are considered a different kind of animal. Yes. But oddly enough, though, here in Starkville, I have asked a Catholic priest, and the alligator po' boy at at, uh, Obie's is okay. So (laughs) I don't know why. It's, It's an aquatic thing versus, you know... You gotta have legs to have meat. Gotta <laughs> have legs to have meat. So snake's not meat. No. It's snake. It's different. <laughs> you ever had snake? I've not. I wonder if Welcome Home Beef can get us some snake. <laughs> Welcome home snake. That doesn't that doesn't have to say nobody's shopping at Welcome Home when Snake. When they do, man, Adam Sandler's gotta be their rep. Yeah. I got a snake. I got man. a snake, man. Yeah, that's that. God. <laughs> Uh, yes, nobody's going to Welcome Home Snake. People go will go to Welcome Home Beef, as as you should. So call them today. This has been a long read. 662-268-8148. Go to welcomehomebeef.com. Find out why. It just tastes good. Meat or fish. Also, speaking of meat or fish, you can get both at Two Brothers. You can get pork, beef, Get it on chicken, a taco. But you can also get catfish or shrimp. Shellfish, different than fish. You can still eat them though on a Friday. Good to know. I'm just saying. Just, just you, 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 know, you never know. You never. You might get invited to a Catholic wedding one day, and the, and then the, the, this happened to, to to me one time, and it wasn't a problem for me. But I, my my then she was then girlfriend, now wife was not super pleased that all they had to eat was seafood. It's like we're at a Catholic thing. It's a reception on in the middle of Lent. What do you want? It's a Friday. It happens. Learning a lot here today, Joel. Uh, anyway, I'm going to teach you about two brothers. I can do an entire rumbling segment just on my questions about Catholicism because I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm sure you could how all that works. I'm not. I would not be the best guy. I could. I could call Father Jason and get him on the show. Yeah. I, I, I'm excited. I, I like having a priest's phone number. You know, just in case <laughs> I have a question or you know I need an exorcism done. I've got him right there. You know, I can just text him like, "Hey, my daughter's head's turned around the wrong way, and she's." Speaking Aramaic. Could you come over, please? Yeah, we can go from there. Yeah. Two brothers. It's delicious. (laughs) 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 They got food, drinks. And no matter what you get, it's gonna gonna be it's gonna be delicious. Very tasty. It's gonna be delicious. Meat or fish. It's all good. Uh, yeah, this weekend, if you're gonna be in Starville, like we said, it sounds like the weather's not gonna be too terribly bad or might be pretty good. Be, be a, a great time to get, to get out there. Some. Yeah, they got the outside seating. The outside seating, great place to sit down, have a meal, have a cold beer or one of their craft cocktails, and enjoy yourself this weekend in Starkville at Two Brothers. So much more than just barbecue at Two Brothers. It is Southern Soul Food, and it's some of the best in town at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. All right. 
You got any more questions? It is Rumblings Day. I'll, I will. I will grant you one question, Joel. I think we've we've. <coughs> it's time to turn it over to the people. All right then. Well, let's start with the lounge dog. He says, "Do you consider experimenting at shortstop?" No, not me personally. I no. think I'd be terrible there. <laughs> no, Cam James is too good. I think right now he's just in a he's just in a fielding slump. That's what yeah. the kid's in, and he he just needs a couple grounders to get that out of his system, so that when the next one comes, he's no longer thinking about oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Uh, we talked about Adam Sandler a while ago. I got a statement on that same album. There's the he's in right field or whatever. Like, yeah. Please, please, God, don't, don't hit, hit it to me. me. Yeah. Well, that, that's kind of where Cam James is right now. I think a, a little bit. He wouldn't say that, I'm sure. Um, I always think about uh, well, the movie Moneyball, where David Justice tells talking to Hatterberg, and he's like, "What's your fear?" He's like, "A ground ball hit right at me." <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's kind of where where we are with Cam right now. But no, he's he's really good, man, and his bat's coming around already. Uh, no, you, you you keep letting it ride right there with him. I mean, he's he's your shortstop, and uh, and like Chris Lamonis has said too, this is not like something that has been happening a lot. Now, right. granted, I didn't get to see a lot of fall ball or spring practice and things, but Lamonis insists that he was like didn't make an error. I don't think during mm-hmm. during spring practice and such. So this has been uncharacteristic. No, you, you ride it out, and he's going to come out of it because he's too good not to. I agree. Uh, Chandler Knight, we've we've answered that question like ten times, so let's just move forward here. Uh, the noble dude, I see what you did. State is not playing very good baseball right now, but still winning against really good competition. Do you think State makes the adjustment in time for conference play, or do you think they will struggle? I mean, I think they'll be more consistent by conference play. That's it. I mean, the competition will be consistently very tough every week in conference play, so you may still lose. You're going to lose some games anyway. I mean, right now, if we sat here and if I offered you seventeen and thirteen in the conference, sign it done, right? Yeah. You might even consider sixteen and fourteen. Yeah. I don't know. This seems good enough that you might. Take yeah, I, I would like sixteen and fourteen might be pushing in seventeen and thirteen. Uh, you'd sign that. I'd, I'd sign it, but I'd be a little disappointed. Given what these teams are in this league this year, I think seventeen and thirteen. I mean, you're going to be for sure hosting a regional and. May not be a national seed. I don't know. We'd have to see how it went. But um, all that to say, I mean, they could figure it out and be consistent, and still lose some games. That's what I'm trying to get at. And but yeah, they're gonna they're gonna get better, and the kids are gonna grow up. And some of the ones that come in a little too amped up or whatever, the heartbeat's gonna slow down just a little bit here in a week or two. And uh, so yeah, I mean, I. I can't help but think, as talented as this group is, it, they're going to get better and more consistent as time goes. I agree. Uh, let's see here. Carter Bentley, should wristbands be banned for pitchers? If you are a D1 athlete and can't remember signs, why are you being allowed to pitch in the first place? When I pitched from middle school into high school, I knew the signs that changed every inning. It just slows down the game. I had this conversation, I think, with Tyler the other day in the press box. I don't know that I had ever seen a pitching staff that I think everybody they ran out to the mound, they being Tulane, had a, a like a play sheet thing on their wrist. It feels like they're, you're, you're overcomplicating things. I mean, One I've, seen it, fastball, I've seen it on outfielders and that that sort of deal for positioning. and uh, I mean, I, I've seen them. I just don't recall pitchers having them. 
But mm-hmm. Tulane, man, I, everybody that ran out there had it. And I mean, it is a little weird. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if uh, I think it should be banned, but I do think it's unusual. I actually thought, and maybe it's just a high school rule, that you couldn't have that kind of stuff on your arms as a pitcher. I, I thought that was a rule. Like I thought if you had something on your arm, it had to be like a sleeve that matched your jersey kind of thing. Like I, right. I didn't think that you could have... I don't know. I, I, maybe, maybe, if it's apparently not your, it's, maybe it's not on your throwing arm, so like it's never turned towards the batter. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Robbie Falk, our good friend. Celebrity question asker. I like that. I also want to thank him. Somebody answered his question, and he immediately said something to them. Good job. Oh, I can assure you that, that Robbie's going to... He's going to get you. It's the, way that, the amount of people answering questions directed to us is too damn high. <laughs> All right? Stop answering the questions. Well, imitation, Greg's form of no, flattery. No, they love this it. is just not smartness. Come on. But if we had to pick a wrestler to spend the day with that isn't Ric Flair, who would it be? Depending on when you ask me this question, there is no, there's no question at all who the answer would have been. Mm-hmm. Tori Wilson. <laughs> All right. As a married man at 35, Let's, almost 36, and got three kids, that's not the answer. But there was a point in time Yeah, that would have been the answer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, her, Trish Stratus, Lita, all of them. Uh, but let's let's get away from the divas, <laughs> and let's talk about the dudes. And who, who would you go with? I mean, the answer's probably The Rock. Who's cooler than The Rock? The Rock, the Rock right now especially, I mean, he's the biggest star in the world. So, I mean. And he's just funny. Yeah, I mean, oh, you're you gonna think, laugh. I feel like all you would be laughing long. the whole time. Like that would become like a challenge to make him laugh. Yeah. Like, what could you say that, that got him? You know. Uh, I think it'd be cool. You know, assuming he would unblock me on Twitter to hang out at Austin's ranch for a day. That'd be fun. I'm surprised you didn't say Shawn Michaels, considering that. Well, he is my favorite. favorite he, he's my favorite, and it, I mean, it, it would be really cool. It'd be neat to me to just discuss like his his fate and things, because I mean, that's a big part of what made him. What gave him that second run that he had from like 2002 to 2010 or whenever it was, whenever he he had his his final match, although it didn't end up being his final match because they had the match overseas. But anyway, um, just to talk about his turnaround because you know everybody that knew Shawn Michaels talks about how he was just a I don't know what word you want to use a, a miserable human being to be around for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and his drug cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Apparently he had lots of issues, no doubt about it. But anyway, to talk about his fate and his turnaround and just all that, that would be an interesting be fun day, day for, for me. Yeah, I like to hang out with Jericho. Hey, yeah, he's fun. another. Be fun. So, um, I'd also like to hang out with the Big Show just to see where he shops. Like you know, it's got to be fun to to go clothes shopping with the Big Show. Like we need more fabric out here. Get a suit made or something. Least fun to hang out with Lesnar. He's up there. Oh, Lesnar's a big outdoorsman, though. He might, might be He cool is, to, but to, I, he to is a very much a leave-me-alone kind of guy. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, I mean, I would I, honestly, I wouldn't want to hang out with Vince McMahon. I, just, I, I couldn't just sneeze. Yeah, couldn't. Well, you definitely you can't sneeze. I, 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 just, I just don't. I would just be angry. I'd be like, why, are you, why do you do this? Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> and I, I, would, I would confront him. I, I just wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't want to hang out with Stephanie either. I just don't like her. Well, I mean, she's a female Vince. Yeah, basically. Uh, let's see here. Devin Bice. First off, Devin Bice used to be a, a regular ABC question asker. Glad to see him back on board with us here. 
According to jellyfish experts I work near, if stung by a jellyfish, peeing on the wound has a... Question of the day, by the way, here. Uh, has a 50% shot of killing the sting and a 50% chance of making it hurt more. With that being said, can we all just agree never to pee on each other no matter what? I mean, I'm, I'm, I will sign the pledge. Well, if you've ever took a leak in the east side of Davis Wade Stadium back in the day, you've got other people's pee on you. Yeah, you're not I wrong. I mean, you just do. Not wrong about that. <laughs> if you've ever been swimming yeah. in a pool. You have pee all pee, over you. There's been pee on your body. But to actually, the, the act of doing it. Yes. Like, Joel and I are at the beach. He's done by uh, a jellyfish. Hey, Brian, take a leak on me to make this stop. I, I'm not going to do it. Would my own pee not work, though? Yeah, but how are you going to get it there? I mean, if it's I, mean, my I don't, foot. I don't know what you're working with, Joel. If it's my foot, I mean, I, mean, I guess, yeah. What if it's not your foot? What's a little higher on the leg? I don't know. What if it's on your? What if it's on your? What if it's on your ass? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to let it sting and take yeah. my chances that it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I'm going with that for question of the day. <laughs> Early one, but it's a good one. At the Allegheny Boys Tennis Program, uh, being a Mississippi State fan since the 70s, early 80s, has helped me develop character. I moved here to Virginia 22 years ago, and I really enjoy listening to you guys. How do I convince my wife for us to move to Starkville in 20 to 25 years when I retire? It is a certified retirement community. That's, that's the first. Um, you just tell her, you know, hey, this is what I, I want to do, and, you know, if you can come up with a reason we shouldn't do it, I'm willing to listen, but otherwise, pack your bags. <laughs> you want to stay with me? I, look, I, I don't know what your wife's interests and in things are, but if she is at all a sports fan or whatever, and you love Mississippi State, this is a really cool place to live. You got good places to eat. I mean, you could eat somewhere. You could eat pretty. If you want to go out to eat, you could eat somewhere good every night. Yeah. Different too. I mean, yeah, you don't have yeah. to go to the same place three times a week. Um, it, it's quiet. You could find a good spot where you're like, like where I am in town. I mean, I'm outside the city limits. And I'm a mile from Walmart, all at the same time. So I kind of like have country living, and yet there's Walmart kind of thing. So you can, if you'd rather be in the middle of a big neighborhood in the city, you can find one of those too. You can kind of do what you want to do. Be where you want to be. Have you, you know, right here at Mississippi State's back door so you can go to every game? Good place to live. Yeah, I agree. Tell her she'll have a grand old time. So you tell her, like, look, it's either... We live in Starkville, or I'm just going to go to Starkville every weekend. So, you know, how much money are you willing to spend? That's what I would say. Put it to her. Uh, let's see here. Peyton Neely, what's the best play on NCAA? What does that mean? Like NCAA football? Oh, NCAA football. Four verts. That's the answer. I used to love the uh, the option uh, back in the Zone day. read? Or the uh, the actual option, like the actual option. Okay, yeah, I like that. Where uh, you can pitch it back. And, yeah, I, I forget what it was called. I think it's the one where they run like a slant and then immediately p- pivot out of it and do an out. That's an easy three or four yards. Um, oh, I think it was called like Y axis. Yeah, where the, the like, and that was a play that Mullen ran a lot. You, you roll the quarterback out and you've got like a little smash route. You've got an out and then you've got a flag behind it. Yeah, that's a good play. Um, the I don't know if the uh, mesh plays were good to get somebody were, open. I, I can't remember if um, NCAA was good. At the, I know recent Madden's a good 
safe bet that you could get six or seven yards if you mm-hmm. need it with just the curl routes. Like yeah. the two, your two outside receivers just. Used to love if you're playing. Uh, if you had a mobile quarterback, if you could go five wide and run four verts, and you, I mean you just take off with the QB every time and yep. get, get four or five yards at, at the minimum. Michael if, Vick on and Madden. if they were in man, oh on Madden back in the day, uh, yeah, Madden I was, 2004. I'd I run trips to the left, roll him out that way, and have put everybody on a fly. And if they were in man coverage, they'd all go with him. I mean now you're, now we're just taking Hold off. Hold up, you played with Michael Vick? Oh yeah, I would. You, you were, were you were the Falcons? If I wanted to win, I don't. Not not playing like a franchise or anything, but if we're playing against a friend, oh, okay, I, I, it was a race to get to Michael Vick. <laughs> four, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. Uh, also, he wants to know angry Brandon Smith or angry Ethan Small. I gotta go angry Brandon Smith. He he, was, he, he was, gave him the business, man. He was he was, but Ethan Small's a better pitcher. Yeah. And it, and I don't it, remember that, by the way. Oh, I, I remember it. I was watching it at Strange Brew Coffee House when it happened. Okay, because they were on the road at A and M. And uh, they'd been chirping. I think it was a balk call or something that. Yeah. Or, or they. I think they wanted a balk call. And then I think there were some other things said too, maybe. But yeah, he got out of that inning and, and Ethan gave him a little bit what he thought. And But Brandon's, I thought, was a little more boisterous. Oh, he was definitely into he was, it. He was, he was tired. He was tired. So Brandon's been really good, by the way. Yeah, yes. So we have a question about him a little later, so we'll save that. Scott Ming wants to know, I have to travel to Oxford every week from on Wednesday for my job. Is it acceptable to celebrate Maroon Friday on Wednesday as well? Absolutely. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Scott and I also like to recommend Southern Coop for your lunchtime needs. The best. It is really good. Yeah. Uh, Wes Lee, knowing that Rowdy traditionally has slow starts to the season, do you believe it would be wise to move him down the lineup until he heats up? Well, it seems to uh, seems to have kind of worked for Cam James. Yeah, I I don't. Know. I mean, Rowdy's off there. I don't Rowdy's know. not hitting well. I mean, he's only hitting what like a buck eighty two or yeah. something like that. But he's he's giving you some big hits. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, he's not hitting well right now from a statistical standpoint. But if Rowdy's at the plate, I feel like oh, State's got a chance to do something here every time he comes up. Um. I, I kind of feel with him in the leadoff hole like I do with Cam at short, just ride it out. Yeah, I agree. I don't know what you – I mean, I guess you could lead off with DeBrule yeah. and Maybe have figure Rowdy. it out. And you can have Rowdy batting towards the bottom of the order. Maybe you could just you flip them. I mean, sometimes it's just a mental thing. Something yeah. as simple as that. Yeah, just right. let, let DeBrule lead off and yeah. Rowdy hit second. And... Justin Fisher says, My family and I recently watched the Disney movie Safety. It's about a Clemson DB who becomes the legal guardian of his younger brother. It tugs on the heartstrings. Which MSU athletic story should be made into a movie, and why should it be Jake Mangum in the 2018 baseball season? That one would be okay, but Dak is the answer Dak here. is the correct answer. I mean, talk about tug on the heartstrings. Come on. Yeah. What's going to be great, though, is it, as it is with any you know movie based on a true story, is that MSU is going to win the national title in the movie. Yeah. yeah they They're going to go to Alabama and win that game. That's where I, I – yeah, they, they beat Alabama. They beat Ole Miss to finish the regular season. Be, be fantastic. You know what would be so great about it, by the way, is Ole Miss and Alabama fans losing their mind. That's not what happened. Actually, in the movie, what you'd probably do is let them lose at Bama. Mm-hmm. Beat Ole Miss. And then get rematch. Get in the play- and, yeah, and then ultimately you have the Alabama-Mississippi State rematch for right. the national title. Yeah. And he changed like the Alabama game where Dak played the worst game of his life. He yeah. threw like four picks. And then he comes back against them and throws four touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Like all the... Like, they get Herb Street on there. It's like, I just don't – I mean, Dak was so bad against Alabama. I just don't think he can do it. 
just glam it all, just yeah. b- blindside it up, you yeah, know? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if any Ole Miss fan were to complain, I'd be like, have you seen the blindside? Yeah. Thank you. All right, uh, Jackson wants to know, two options for MSU 2021 baseball. You've got to take one. Ready? Mm-hmm. Guarantee they go to the College World Series finals, but they have to play Ole Miss in the championship series. <laughs> or you can guarantee they can go to Omaha right now, and they are the only SEC team to make it there. I would rather have option two and just take my chances. See, here's where, where I'm the riverboat gambler. You're, gonna get, you're just going to go all the way? I want to be two wins away from winning the whole thing, even if it's against Ole Miss. I just feel like it would be great, I mean, for Mississippi State to be the only SEC team there. But, I mean, if you get to that final, you're two wins away from no, having the first it, national I it, title. Just, I just I trust the, the, the team to win it. The thing is, well, if you trust the team to win it, then you trust them to win two games against Ole Miss. I just don't want to deal with that. I mean, you wouldn't be able to fit a sheet of copy and paper between anybody's butt cheeks in the state of Mississippi when that was going on. I mean, it would just be just <laughs> tight as could be the entire week. But Oh, my God. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to fit a sheet of copier paper between anybody's butt cheeks. Oh, my Lord. Um, <sighs> the, the problem with that is, though, Tell me if I'm wrong. In that scenario, it almost feels like Mississippi State is the only one with anything to lose in that. Yeah. Because you're the baseball school. You're the one that has... Not that Ole Miss hasn't become a bit of a baseball school, but you're the one that goes to Omaha all the time. You're the one that has, you know, donned yourself that. And and Ole Miss hasn't. So you kind of... If Ole Miss loses it, yeah, I mean, you're going to... State fans will forever hold that over their heads and stuff, and it will hurt them. But it wouldn't hurt them, I don't think, nearly as bad as it would hurt Mississippi State to lose to Ole Miss in the national final. I agree. I agree. But, man, I'd take it. I'd take it. What theater, man? I agree. Uh, Devin Bice again. Today is our – yeah, today's recording is Dr. Seuss's birthday. What is your – I don't know Lee's favorite. I don't really have one. What's your favorite Dr. Seuss story? Green eggs and ham. That's a good choice. I'm going to go with – Hop on pop. Okay, that's my favorite. Cal seems to be because we've got a few doctors. Yeah, doctors, but he, he likes Cat in the Hat. Cat in the Hat's good. Hat think that it happened on Mulberry Street's a good one. Um, red one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, all good. Uh, but green eggs and ham is probably the standard barrel. Have you ever heard? I know politically a lot of people don't agree with him, but have you ever seen the Saturday Night Live skit where Jesse Jackson reads Green's e- Green Eggs and Ham? No, it is hilarious. <laughs> Like, you know Jesse Jackson, the way he talks, right? I do not like them, Sam, I am. It's, it's really funny. <laughs> this may be a controversial question, too, yeah. because I think Dr. Seuss has been in the news. The yeah, last I'm not going down yeah. that path. I just I don't want to deal with it. But we're just going with books here. Yeah, we are just we're, we're reliving the good times. Yeah. Tyler Covington, rank your favorite moments that involved Ole Miss. Fourth and 25 against Arkansas, losing to Tennessee Tech in a regional. Uh, the Bo Wallace fumble in 2013. Urination simulation or the Corey Broomfield 2009 pick six. So of that group, two of them stand out to me, and it's because of who I was with both times. Okay, Robbie, if you're listening, you're about to get another mention here, buddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Tennessee Tech. The Tennessee Tech thing was just because it was me and Robbie riding down the road, and and to just have not only the game going on, but just the the, the com- just the experience driving down the road, listening to that, and that was a lot of fun. I, I'll remember that for a mm-hmm. while. But 
and, and the urination simulation game. I was watching it with, Austin Riley. I was watching it with Austin Riley. Yeah. Okay. So it was that will those two stand out to me more so for off field right, kind right, of right. stuff than I'm trying to think, is there another great moment that we're missing here? I feel like they're like baseball, the Tennessee Tech thing was good, but like they've lost in more heartbreaking fashion at other at other times in baseball. Did he mention the Jacksonville State game? That That's a good one. Fourth and twenty five is impossible to beat though. That's number one. That is the most improbable thing. That short of the band coming onto the field, what could have been more improbable than the way that play that played out? And a really great football game too. That was another uh, call, Brandon Walker, and laugh for a solid ten minutes. And that really may have cost them a playoff spot. It did, one hundred percent did, because they would have won the SEC. And the, only, I, the only knock on that team, they, the that thing, team lost you. to Memphis earlier yeah, in the year. They did, so that was they the, did, and they lost to Florida. They would have gotten in with two losses. But they were playing like the best team in the country when they got in. Yeah. So they, they, they would have been in they would have been trouble. So it's a good thing that uh that happened. Uh Tiffany Slaughter. First off, isn't Tiffany Slaughter the, the, the one who who's gonna wear the uh Yes, yes. I wanna see some pictures. <laughs> we haven't heard any results from this. But she wants us to rank these baseball stadium foods hot dogs, peanuts, cracker jacks, nachos, and burgers. Okay, for me, for me, I'm I'm going I'm going burger. That's what number I'm getting one. There. That's but, your number one. But I'm getting burger and peanuts. Okay. So I, I guess I'm going one, two burger peanuts. Okay. And then three. I'll go hot dog. Four. Um, nachos. And then Cracker Jacks is last. Yeah, but I like them all. Is Cracker Jacks last because it's a dessert? It's just I, I'm more of the, the fill, fill me up thing, like because okay. yeah. All right, I'm gonna go. Hot dogs is last. Hot dogs are disgusting. You know what those are? I can't say it on the air. Uh, I like hot dogs at a ball game. Though. I I don't eat hot That's dogs. That's the only anyway. place I ever eat them. But yeah, now I'll eat a country pleasing sausage, but a hot dog I will not eat. Uh, then peanuts is probably second to last. I mean, I'm just not big on on, on peanuts. I'll tell you why I like peanuts. Why? You can just kind of have the bag and eat them all game long. No, that's true. I, that's, I go with sunflower seeds if I'm going that way. Uh, Cracker Jack third, nacho second, burger first. Do you prefer boiled peanuts or roasted peanuts? What's temperature? That's a good question. That's 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 the the question right now. Because if it's I mean if it's uh if it's a cold day, I don't want all that wet juice of a boiled peanut on my hand. My hands are freezing. Yeah, you're right. I don't want that. That's uh, right. I, from in just a normal temperature setting, like it feels good. Uh, give me a boiled peanut over over. So the basically, other. like sixty five and over. Yeah. Boiled? Yeah. Okay. Uh, A. Swenson wants to know, is there a height requirement for college baseball players on teams that lose two out of three to UCF? <laughs> Looks like there's more of a weight requirement if you look at that team. They got some, uh, they, got, they got a little big beer league breakfast. softball team to them, you know? <laughs> I, I fit in good with them. All right, Cameron McGee. Brian, I am trying to get into the Premier League after watching Ted Lasso. Have you watched Ted Lasso? No. I haven't either. You apparently would really like this show, though. It's very... It's very... Uh, the message is good. Okay. So Wholesome, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I want to pick a team that kind of relates to Mississippi State, a solid middle-of-the-pack team that every now and then can make a good run. Who are some teams I would give a shot? There are three I'm going to give you here. Uh, now, here's the thing about... You just think there's a lack of parity in college football. Right. There is a huge lack of parity in, in Premier League soccer. Basically, there's the same four or five teams every year. 
Uh, but that said, if you want to pick a team that's not in that group, and and can, you know, I would say Leicester City, who won the title in 2016, they were a 5,000 to one underdog. One of the great, literally one of the greatest upsets of the history of pro sports. Uh, you could go with Everton, and there are some Bulldog fans that are Everton fans. Uh, if you follow Derek Cody or Kyle Niblett on Twitter, both of those guys are Everton fans. Good working class kind of town. They're, they are in the same city as Liverpool. They're both in Liverpool. But they are clearly you know, behind their more flashy rivals. And then a fun young team right now is Aston Villa. They have one of the best players in England and Jack Grealish. They're iffy. They're, I don't know about making a run. The thing is, to remember is this. There is no, there's not like 20 bowl games, right? There's four spots for Champions League, and there's two spots for the Euro, Europa League. And if you finish outside of that, uh, you're just sort of, you know, you, you, that was the end of the season. There's no playoffs or anything. So chances are, if you pick one of these teams, you're not going to be enjoying any, any. Leicester City is your best bet to win something. I would say that. So. Uh, Trey O'Brien wants to know, do we have an update on Braylon Skinner? There had been some chatter about him starting in left field. Uh, coming into the season, Chris Lamonis had said that he was hurt and would miss at least the first couple weeks. So, so it's we still are. within the first couple weeks, kind of. So There you go. Um, <clears throat> I have not, in the last week or so, gotten an update on him, but this was expected that he would not play the first couple weeks at least. There you go. Uh I heard a lot of chatter about how fun the chatter and chippiness was this past weekend. From a fan's perspective, I agree with y'all, but did the umpires let it go too long before stepping in? Uh, I mean, to some extent, like, what can you do? Got a bunch of guys that are going to yell and scream and you holler. Could, you could give a, a warning. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I wasn't on the field, so I don't know what was said and all that, but... You don't want it to get out of hand. But I don't think it ever did completely get out of hand. I mean, would you say it got out of hand? I just thought it got it got fun. Um, <laughs> got, uh, no, I, I didn't I don't think so. But uh, it got right up to the line. Now. Yeah. It felt but, like I felt like it would my, my concern was, and I've mentioned this, that I think at the end of the game I was concerned there might have been something happen. And it didn't happen, but it could have. And there, I think if Tulane had won, something might have happened. See, there was a – without talking to the guys, I, I don't 100% know this to be true. But right. there was a moment late in the game where Tulane had a runner at second and uh, Scotty DeBrule was up there just kind of – they were smiling, chatting it up, mm-hmm. talking it up. I, I really do feel like it was – look, Tulane was very chatty, and when you're on the other side of that, you're going to be a little bit chatty back and you want to beat the other team – but I do think there was a little bit of respect there. And and to me, maybe those guys, Scotty chatting it up with the dude at second base was just a little example of, at the end of the day, we're just all ball players here having fun playing this game. And then you saw State walk it off. And, I mean, to Tulane's credit, you didn't see them running out there to do nothing stupid. They just took their L and headed back to Louisiana. I mean, it. I don't know. I, I thought in the end – it just ended up being a really, really fun baseball series. And, you know, if I'm Chris Amonis, like you said, I don't want all that going on so much. But as a reporter or as a fan sitting there watching it, I thought it was just beautiful baseball. I enjoyed it, yeah. All right, John Jeffrey Nelson, what's the most unique fried food you've ever had? I'm not too adventurous. Um, I'm not going to eat. I mean, like, 
Like frog legs is probably about as adventurous as I've been. Snake? No. I've had snake. Oreos? I won't eat a hot dog, but I'll eat a snake. Because like, <laughs> I know what it is. It's snake. You know what a hot dog is? Do you know? I can't say it on the air. <laughs> I'm saying. You ever had like a fried Oreo or fried candy bar or anything like that? I, I don't think I have, but I would consider like a fried frog a little more adventurous than eating a fried Oreo. Well, you don't eat the whole frog, just the legs. Yeah. A whole frog sounds disgusting. <laughs> I don't want that. I eat the legs. Uh, let's see here. He also wants to rank our top three fast food chicken sandwiches. You didn't give your most adventurous a snake yet. Snake, I would okay. think, yeah. All right, list my top three what? Uh, fast food chicken sandwiches. Uh, I have yet to have the Popeye's one. Hadn't had it yet. Okay. And so, I mean, number one's Chick-fil-A. Number two... <laughs> this kind of may sound weird, and you can crucify me here for saying it if you want to, but... And I hadn't had it in forever... But I used to really love the spicy Wendy's chicken sandwich. It's a good chicken sandwich. Nothing wrong with that. So I'll put that number two just because And then whatever. what's three? <laughs> the Stagger Inn. What, what's it called? I can't even remember what the, they uh, call Topples it. Hot Chick? Yeah, yeah that, that'd, be above, that'd be above the... Well, I don't know, not, 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 food, not the Topples Hot Chick, the uh, Cluckin' Double Wide. Yeah, that thing was good, man. Yeah, not if that's really fast food, but I, 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 I love that sandwich. So yeah, I won't, I won't disagree. I'll put that... So that that would be two for that would be three for me too, behind Popeyes and Chick Fil A. Yeah, you know still, what? I might put the clucking the clucking double wide was good. It's a lot of food though. I still only had Popeyes. To we need to go do that. And I like Popeyes. I just hadn't had the sandwich. Yeah. Next time you go to Popeyes, whatever, when I go to Popeyes, I don't want the sandwich. No, no, no. I'm just saying, get whatever you're going to get and get a sandwich. Don't tell me you aren't hungry enough to eat a sandwich no, on I, top of a couple pieces of chicken. Yeah, I could. There you go. It's got pickles. You should love it. <laughs> TJ Han says, so what if the devil comes down from Ole Miss and offers you a deal? MSU wins the football national title for six months. Every time you close your eyes, you see Brandon Walker nude. Do you take that deal? How is that different than my life right now? You see Brandon Walker Every time nude, I close my eyes, close like, hey, Bron. <laughs> I'll go back to the old... Uh... The age-old philosophy of Brandon Walker ain't got nothing I ain't got, and I think I'd take the deal. Yeah, I mean, I know what a naked guy looks like. I see one every day. (laughs) That said, I'm going to probably blink less, but, you know. Uh, Where are we here? Brent Richardson, what are your thoughts on electronic communication in baseball, coach to catcher? I get the tradition argument, but other than that. I'm okay with it, and... You talk about speeding up the game, and everybody in big league baseball all the time. So I'm like, oh, you got to get the pace of the game up a little bit. That's that's one way that you don't really notice it a ton, but it does speed up the game. I mean, you don't have to look to the dugout after the catcher squats down and get the signs and then relay the signs and whatever. If you have just the the communication going on, hey, fastball, hey, curveball. I mean, that cuts out a couple of seconds there every play, and then by the by the end of the game, you multiply three or four seconds times however many pitches were thrown, that, that adds up. So, uh, yeah, I'm fine with it. I, I'm i a little bit of a baseball traditionalist, but I ain't stuck in the mud. I mean, that, that, that makes things easier. You know, technology's a part of, of other sports, too. So, I'm cool with it. All right. Uh, let's see here. 
the Mangum Cafe. Where does life come in on your movie rankings? Is that Bernie Mac's best movie? The answer to the second part of that is probably yes. I really like Life. Okay. I like Life. It's not it's not my favorite Eddie Murphy movie, but it's funny. Well, he said Bernie Mac. I'm just saying, though, in terms of the whole thing. Um, Like, in terms of, like, my movie rankings, I mean, if I made a top ten, it's not on that or anything, I don't believe. But, but I really do like the movie, and I do think it may be Bernie Mac's best. Okay. Let's see here. Where are we now? Uh... Jeremy Murdoch wants to know when I'm going to do a special food, cooking, grilling episode with Jeffrey Phelps. Needs to happen, I think. We need to have him on. Just, just We're not talking about anything but food. Yeah. <laughs> He'd probably be down for that. Too. Coaches like to get away to from To not talk about football? Yeah. I, I think he would much rather talk about food. I agree. Uh, Bo H. has a question for you. I click, He says, I click on all your articles on Twitter and Facebook, even if I've already read one of them or the on the other site. <laughs> Does this help, or am I wasting time? Two things. One... I can't thank you enough. Yes. Um, and two, yeah, it helps. Every every click helps. And that, <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to go on a, a pandering thing here where it's like, hey, everybody, please feel sorry for me and click on my stuff. But every, any, every time any of you click on anything that I post anywhere or just go to the site, that helps. Um, we're in a situation or in a a, a place where Basically, you know, my how successful I am depends on how many people come to my site and how many times people come to my site. So, yeah, anytime you come to it, doesn't matter how you get there, doesn't matter if you type it in the address bar and just hit enter or if you click on a link or if you go to the website and click on different pages, that helps all the more because that's more pages that get clicks. Uh, yeah, anywhere, any place, anytime, anyhow you click on it, it helps. But really, for, for you and for everybody that has clicked and read and... Uh, hopefully enjoyed that stuff. I am forever grateful. There you go. Uh, let's see here. Bryce Harrell, what was the bigger moment? Dak's game-winning touchdown in the 2013 Egg Bowl, Elijah McNamee's walk-off against Florida State, or Morgan Williams' buzzer beater to take down UConn? Morgan Williams. It's, it's not even close. Yeah. Morgan Williams' uh, Morgan Williams' shot is one of the biggest moments in sports history. I mean... That'll be remembered by people outside of Mississippi. Nobody outside of Mississippi State really remembers Dak's touchdown against the Egg Bowl. They certainly don't remember the college baseball stuff. Morgan Williams' thing will live forever. You'll see it. It's going to be like Bryce Drew. You'll see it every March. Yep. And the only thing that anybody can ever say to shoot it down, and I don't like it, but it's just the truth, some will say, yeah, but it was just women's basketball. Right. That's the only thing you can say to even try to water that moment down. Right. Women's basketball... I mean, look at how often ESPN airs it and stuff. People watch. People pay attention to women's basketball. And when you beat a school like UConn in that moment, that way, I mean, for just pure Mississippi State athletics history, it it, it is at the tip top of the mountain. I agree. Agree 100%. Uh, Let's see here. Next question comes to us from Dalton Lee. Do you have a must-do tradition when you have visitors come to town? For example, when my out-of-town friends come to visit me in Memphis, my must-do activity is take them to a dim sum place with authentic Chinese food. They push around steam carts and you gorge yourself. I find it interesting. I understand. I mean, Dalton Lee, he's, he's obviously that's probably some of his heritage, but that you in Memphis and your first thought is, I'm going to take them for Chinese food. That said, I love Chinese food, Dalton, so let's let's put together a meeting. <laughs> and we'll, we'll meet in Memphis one day. But do you have, like, someone's like, hey, I'm coming to Starkville. Well, where are you taking them? Ah. Uh, 
in all honesty, I'm not saying this because they're a sponsor. I mean, several of our sponsors would be places that we would hit up. Maybe all of them. <laughs> I mean, so give them some welcome home beef to take home with them. Eat at Two Brothers. Go get coffee at Strange Brew. Um, I mean, of course, the other two sponsors for this show aren't really located here to take them to. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, we'd probably maybe hit up Tyler. Um, not Tyler Horka, although we we love you, Tyler. I'm talking about restaurant Tyler. You can join us, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that's some of the things that would stand out. Just some of the starkful staples. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to take him to Two Brothers. I'm definitely going to take him to Restaurant Tyler. I'm going to take him to, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything, you know, you, I'm, I'm, we're going to the Cotton District somewhere for sure, uh, just to hang out. So, yeah, yeah, that's about it. It also depends on, like, what's their interests kind of thing. Like, if they if they love pizza, maybe, you know, hit up Stromboli's or something. Or Dave's. Or Dave's, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, Trotter Flynn. Lately, in an effort to keep my kids' vocabulary fairly innocent, I've been substituting my default language with corny substitutes, much like Ned Flanders. I like that. Is this a strategy you've used? If so, what are your go-to expli- explicatives? Well, you hear most of mine on this show, so yeah. crap is at the top. That's that's what. You, but you don't want your kids to say that, do you? I mean, I guess I. Would I say a lot of fire truck, horse feathers, fiddlesticks, <laughs> son of a bee sting, make up words. Yeah, yeah, you know. Basically, when I was young, or when my kids were younger, uh, I, I just, I just, I just kept it quiet for the most part. Now my kids are older. If you can't say something say not profane, don't say anything at all. Yes, and well, yeah, and there are sometimes that, that that is just the case. Uh, let's see here. Uh, no, like going on here. Ford Polk. Why do some gas stations make you leave your debit card inside and some don't? Why can't they all be the same? It's a great question. I've never understood it. Like. But I guess they are different companies, right? I guess at the end of the day. Are we talking about like when you're checking out? And what do well, you like sometimes, like sometimes, like you have to go in to pay, and sometimes you just pay outside. Oh yeah, okay. I think that's what it means. See, I'm just always if I, I can't pay, pay at the outside, pump, yeah. then if I can't pay at the pump, I'm not stopping at your gas station. That's just the bottom line. Right, here. right. If I pull up and it's like, hey, you got to go see the cashier. Well, on to the next gas station, unless I'm in the middle of nowhere and. A mile left. Right. How good could Abdullah do be if he had any sort of offensive game? In my personal opinion, he could have been one of the greats. Absolutely. Yes. If he had been, if he had just had the same offensive game as Eric Dampier, not only would he be one of the greats, State would be a lot better too. Yeah, he has been a lot better offensively here lately, though. I can't remember what he did against Alabama because I didn't get to see much of that game because I was watching Luke Hancock walk it off next door. But, um. It does seem like in, in recent games, possibly the Alabama one too, because I can't, again, remember his stat line, but he's been better. Yeah. Uh, but had he done that all along or been a little just a notch above what he's been lately? Yeah, he'd have been one of the best ever. Yeah, I agree. What's your favorite skit on the show? Coffee is for closers, the Cruton song, what's causing all that? What is it? What is your favorite? Things that are true. 
Really? Yes. Okay. Because I I never know what you're going to say. That's true. I don't know if people realize that, but we sit down here. I don't know how many there are. I don't know which direction he's going. Yeah. Unlike Bob, though, I don't have to sit here and cringe wondering. Right. I love coffee as for closers. I love making. I love hitting the people who deserve it. <laughs> Last one from four. Did you know that Florida has a losing record to Villanova in football? No, I did not know that. Did not know that. Anthony Frederick says, this isn't a question per se, but how difficult can it be to recruit players without being able to go watch them practice or play in games? Watching the players on film doesn't tell the whole story. It's incredibly difficult, but that is why they pay these coaches these the kind of salaries they get. They got to make those kind of decisions. Yeah, that, that is terrible. Like it's entirely possible that this year's class, and not just in Mississippi State, but almost everywhere, is completely misevaluated one way or the other. Like you could have signed like ten guys that in a normal year would have been high four stars, and nobody just got the evaluation on them. Or it's possible that like you signed a bunch of crap and you just don't know it. Yeah. I, if I'm a coach. I want like full game tapes, right? Yes, you don't want. You see don't highlights. want a highlight tape. Nobody wants highlights. I would. You'd have to be watching a lot more of those to, I think, to make an evaluation. Man, I, and then you don't really get a full picture of a kid if you can't bring him to campus and get to know him as well. Right. Ah, it's just a it's, mess. It's, it's a problem. It's a big. They need problem to hurry right up now. and end that. And, and now you got look. You've got ads now talking about. We're fixing to have full stadiums and stuff, and kids can't go. Kids it's, can't go take a visit. I agree. I agree. You know, you, you got fans that, whether you like it or don't, ha- like how the fan situation is with twenty five percent attendance in stadiums and stuff. Fact of the matter is, that's still like at Duty Noble. That's still twenty five hundred people or whatever. Yeah. If twenty five hundred people can come to your campus, why can't a mom and dad and her son that might maybe considering playing? Football or baseball, is it, it makes no sense. It's stupid, the NCAA needs to end it. Uh, Robbie Crispin wants our prediction on who will lead the team in home runs by the end of the season. I mean, Luke Hancock's off to a roaring not, start, I but I'm not going to – I don't yeah. think it'll be him, but – Oh, I think it will be him. You think it'll be him? Yeah. I'm not going to work against him right now. See, maybe it's my own perception, and I've always – from the day he stepped foot on campus, thought Luke Hancock had an incredible eye at the plate, had an incredible approach at the plate, and was an incredibly good hitter. I, I mean, I could see him leading the team in hitting. I just didn't foresee him as the best power hitter on this team. Yeah. It is the, not, I knew he had pop, but... Yeah, well... I mean, I, I would have guessed coming into the season that um, maybe Josh Hatcher mm-hmm. would end up leading the team, and I, I think maybe I'll still say that. You know, I don't. he doesn't have one yet, does he? But... So he's three behind already. Right. Um, I'm gonna say it won't be Luke, but it may be Luke, and I, I would I wouldn't have guessed it. that coming into the year. Gonna go with it. Uh, Joy Bailey wants to know: Do either of us tend to be more superstitious in watching baseball than any other sport? It seems that baseball makes me think I can change the outcome by sitting on the floor instead of the couch, etc. Am I the only one? Amen, no. Joy. You're 100%. exactly right. And the good thing about you know with us being in the press box is the seats are always the same. So it's like it's not like you can move around, right? Things are going well. You gotta you gotta stay where you are. She's right though, man. I I think about watching the Braves at home. Yeah, they're stupid things. Like there is a you, uh, you change seats to change the mojo. A I, I've bit? done that. Cal T has a uh, like a foam bat that has a Braves logo on it, mm-hmm. and there have been several times where like the Braves needed a rally, and I just thought that that's kind of my secret weapon. 
most recent time it happened, game one of this past year's NLCS, mm-hmm. Braves and Dodgers were tied in the ninth inning, mm-hmm. and uh, Braves coming up to hit, Austin Riley leading off. I went over there and picked up that bat. Boom, homer. Yeah, like that 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 bat is kind of my superstition. We I, need a rally going kind of thing for for the Braves. Like, I don't I don't do that. Like if I'm watching the Dolphins or whoever, yeah, I'm not changing. I don't think about that kind of stuff. I will do it for the Saints every now and then, but I, I do uh, I do see your Saints. I think I've told this story before about Game Seven of the fourteen World Series. Yeah. <laughs> my wife told me ahead of time there's something she wanted to watch on on the big TV in the living room. I was like, okay, I'll go watch this in the in the bedroom. And so she about the fifth inning. Giants are up. She comes in there. She's like, I'm ready to go to bed. I'm like, well, tough luck. I'm not moving. And I'm si- I was sitting on her side of the bed. I'm like, I'm not moving. You can get on that side of the bed and lay down with TV on, but I'm not moving. And she slept on the couch that night. <laughs> and that, and you, but you know what? The Giants won the World Series. So who was right in the end? Uh, let's see here. Uh, Tim Watley, who do we think is the leading leading for the spot in left field after the first two weeks? I feel like Drew McGowan, McGowan is the yeah. guy there right now. I mean, I think Columbus is going to play against some lefties, but but by and large, I think Drew McGowan is the going to, at least as we sit here today, the guy that would end the season with the most ABs and stuff. I mean, he's he seems to be getting the most playing time out there. And he's playing pretty well. I don't have his numbers in front of me, but it, it seems like he's in some big moments and involved in some yeah. big stuff. I agree. Playballer DC says mayonnaise on a grilled cheese sandwich. No. Now, have you heard about this thing that people do though? Instead of putting butter on the outside of the bread, they put mayonnaise. No. I'm not saying I've done it, but I, apparently it makes the, the the sandwich better. They say. Well, they can keep saying it, but I am not going to do, do it. Do you like mayonnaise at all? I mean, I on can a, eat it. I can eat it in stuff. Okay. Like, like if there's honey mustard in it. It's made sometimes with a little mayonnaise. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Pimento and cheese. I love pimento and cheese, right. which is kind of mayonnaise. But do you just put basically. mayonnaise on a sandwich? I can tolerate it if it's not like gobbed on there. Okay. But, I have not tried this thing, but it's apparently a real thing that instead of buttering the outside of the bread, you put mayonnaise on it, and the, when it cooks into it, it, it does it makes the bread better. Still no. I wouldn't try it myself. Yeah, yeah I'll stick I, with I, I would be nervous. Paul Barrett says... I hear our baseball team is lacking in the height department. Should I have my oh, my four foot ten girlfriend give Lamonis a call, Coach Lamonis a call, to try to bring the average up? Hmm. Imagine pitching to somebody who's four foot ten. I mean, you better be able to locate. That's all I'm saying. If the NCAA announced tomorrow to be a head coach, you had to have played the sport at the school. Who would you hire for football, basketball, for basketball and baseball? Okay. So we're hiring a coach, and they had to have played at Mississippi State in that sport. Joey Judge. I mean, that's that's a really good call. <laughs> he was almost going to be it anyway. Yeah. But, I mean, he's an NFL head coach. You can't do a whole lot better. Uh, men's basketball. Had to have played Greg Carter. Greg Carter would be a good choice. Never only coached at high school. But he coached in college. He was an assistant. So, yeah, good choice. Women's basketball. So you got to pick a woman. Blair Schaefer. That's, that's, you're going. That I might mean, be the one. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who else is in. She I don't put know. put together a heck of a staff. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else. Could she get her dad to be an assistant? Uh, and then baseball. But the answer may not be her, though. I mean, it could be. Uh, I mean, I don't like, know. I don't know anybody else who's in coaching is the problem. I don't know what LaToya Thomas. Dillingham was on. She's in coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball, got a lot of options here because there are a lot of the Ron Polk coaching tree. Yeah. Show Walter. Yeah. Well, heck, Cohen. 
Cohen. Yeah. Showalter would be interesting. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, what walk-up songs would we pick for these three people? Doc, let's go with Dr. Mark Keenum. Hail to the Chief. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, President, yeah. why not? Yeah. Dr. Tom Carskadden. I got one. All right. You hey, saw? Did you see? You watch Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. Remember that song they played on the last one, "Baby Blue." Oh. <laughs> and that makes sense, right? Yeah. It really does. And then Mike Leach. Let's get away from Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, he's so associated with pirate. Like, what would? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's an old, you know. Yeah, he seems like a rock and roll kind of guy. He's you know spent a lot of time in Texas. Maybe some ZZ Top. Didn't he post a uh, a Twitter pic or something of of he and his wife at a concert I back right before maybe the world went to crap? I don't know. I'm trying to remember what. Well, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, Lagrange. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see here. Let's move on. Uh, Justin Strawn. I often go ahead. That was one of those questions where I, I should have looked ahead of time, so I'd had time to think about that one. Yeah. I often get confused. This is Justin Strawn. Four thirty-two a.m. I often get confused following ba- the baseball team due to the high number of players with Jordan, Logan, Tanner, and Landon in their first or last name. Am I the only one with this issue? No. When I'm writing about it, sometimes I I, I have to go back and I read and I reread and I reread to make sure I got it right because I'm, I, the, it we, is really. And Tanner Allen batting ahead of Logan Tanner. When I say, like, Allen's out, here comes Tanner. It's like, what did I just say? Yeah. Well, I mean, and then you got Landon Jordan hitting ninth and Rowdy Jordan hitting first sometimes. Yeah. And it's Jordan, just, so you got Jordan, hits Jordan, into Jordan a, back-to-back. Jordan and, flies out, Jordan up. Yeah, it just drives you, drives you crazy. Uh, while I'm sure Jackson Forrester is a wonderful pitcher in person, the way his parents spelled his name makes my eye twitch. With the, the X? In yes. It? While I'm not a fan, that's not the worst I've ever seen. That belongs to someone I once met with the name Serenity, but it's spelled S-I-R-Y-N-T-I. Ew. Wow. What's the worst spelling to a common name you've seen, and why do parents do this to their children? The you, worst, got, you, got, you got the one? The worst spelling to a common name. I don't have anything coming come to mind. There's always that. There was like an urban legend in Vicksburg that there were two kids named Arangelo and Yolangelo. See, I think that's... Because I, I always heard that in Ackerman, too. Though, yeah. yeah. So I don't think that's a I real thing. I don't think thing. that's a thing. Uh... There was a guy in the Vicksburg phone book whose name was Elmer Fudd. <laughs> and back before caller ID, man, we made him our guy. Just, he's calling, hello? Hello. <laughs> but that, uh, I mean, those aren't misspelled It's not names, misspelled, though. though, so yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen, I've seen so many of them, like Braxton with a Y and, you know, all that stuff. I do agree. I'll, I'll tell you one. It's another Mississippi State-related one. Okay. That's kind of weird, and yeah. I always have to kind of think about it. Jonathan Banks. I mean, it's not it's Jonathan. John it's Jonathan. Yeah. There's no A in he the middle. He is not Jonathan. He's Jonathan. Yeah, he's John, Jonathan Banks. Jonathan Banks. Yeah. There is no A in the middle. I and I, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's not saying that you misspell. It's just his name, but I always kind of have to uh, think about that for a second. Yeah. Uh, I dreamt last week I was in a local theatrical production of the movie Clue. I was playing Tim Curry's role, and y'all broke down my performance on the podcast. Want to take a stab at what the hell that dream might mean? Means that, you know, you are concerned with our opinion of you, which you should not be, because who the hell are us? 
Done. Dr. Hayden Coleman signing off. I'm married to a woman that's often not concerned about my opinion, so you shouldn't be either. Speaking of dreams, I don't usually remember them when I wake up, but that one stuck with me. Do either of you normally remember your dreams? Uh, Sometimes. Every now and then. It's got to be something unusual. The worst is when you know you had a dream and you're like trying to remember, and you just can't. Yeah. There are like techniques you can do to to fix that if you're interested in remembering your dreams. Well, I I don't care. Same same with like, like have you seen Inception? Like there there are techniques that you can lucid dream that you can control your dreams. The only thing I I don't remember my dreams, but I I always remember I cannot drive in my dreams. I always wreck, but it's like I'm always going super slow so I don't die, and I cannot use the phone. If I, I I text in my dreams and I'm always misspelling words and I'm always having to go back and it doesn't matter. I can look at my phone and like one letter at a time punch and I still will misspell words and it drives me insane. I wake up angry sometimes. It's like I can't even text hello. I don't remember a dream that I've ever had where I had to text. So I don't know if I'm with you. On I that always or not. I always try to remember like when somebody appears in a dream for the first. Like I had a dream the other day and Richard was in there. And that's like the, I remember that's like that's the first time he's ever been in my head like that. Yeah. So I, I rarely dream about my kids. It's weird. Like I dream about my wife, dream about my friends, dream about all sorts of other people, but my kids very rarely make it into my dreams. Usually, and I, if they do, they're usually in distress. So I don't like to have that, that. That's what I was about to say. I actually do. I have several. Like, I'm such a perpetual about the the kids worry wart. Like I think during the day about. I mean, I got. Kids scattered at you know daycares or whatever, and then come August, yeah. Cal be at kindergarten and everything. Like I'm just tormented internally a little bit about something happening to them, and I know I just need to trust the good Lord and all that whole nine yeah. yards. But oh yeah, it, it, but I, I'm go to such a real a, school. I'm oh I know I'm just such an internal worrier, so it makes sense that, that when I dream about like, them, I'm dreaming usually about something that has gone wrong. And yeah. It, Anyway. Every day my kids are at school, I, I always think, it's like, is this the day somebody shows up with a gun? I mean... It's my first thought when I drop them off every day. Like, please really don't is, let man. this be the day. And I know a lot of you out there can relate, but it's like pieces of your heart just walking around and yeah. you don't know yeah. what's going on. It's So anyway, when I dream about them, it's usually yeah. something Lance, I didn't want to happen. Lance Maloney wants to know, who is Brandon Walker? What? How do you not know the legend? Yeah, I'm going to make you do your own research on that one, Lance. But if uh, if you listen to a pod or something, make sure there's no kids in the car. Yeah. <laughs> I like to cuss. We got a pick two, leave one from our friend Gil Manclang. Randy Johnson, Pedro Martinez, and Roger Clemens. Ooh. Pick two, leave one? Yeah. I'll pick the two that didn't roll it. See that's, you, Roger. That's exactly where I was going to go. The Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, and Aladdin. The Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, and Aladdin. Man, that's three of my faves. I can't let Aladdin go because it is—it's probably my top mm-hmm. of those three. Uh, I'll, I'll stick with Lion King. I'm gonna get rid of the Lion King. I'm gonna go with Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin. I ate at the Beast Castle my last Disney World trip. Oh, so hopefully good. I can do that one day. Start saving now. <laughs> oh, we got a little girl. Oh, you gonna spend some money? <laughs> How do you feel about standing in line? You a fan of it? I need to learn to be, huh? Yeah. At least the good thing for you is you're in pretty good shape. Um, pizza, wings, nachos. I'm getting rid of the nachos. Nachos are out. Madonna, Cher, and Celine Dion. 
Okay. Uh, I, I I think I'm kicking out share here. Yeah, I'm with you. We're on we're on the same page here. Sandals, boots, and sneakers. Oh, I'm kicking out sandals. No one should see men's feet. I don't want to see uh, men's a, feet. That's an easy one. For if me. I can avoid it. The only time I wear sandals is at the beach. Yes. Or not in, really in, sandals in, there. That's like you know, flip flops yeah. or yeah. whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Martin Smith, what is your favorite movie for the big three sports? What's your favorite football movie? Mm. The Blindside. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> what is my favorite football movie? And people roast it, but I do love Remember the Titans. I okay. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, I love Any Given Sunday. Yeah. And I love the program. I'm going to go with the program. Necessary Roughness. I love it. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Movie, Great movie. I, I really think mine's probably remember the right. Basketball. Mm. Blue Chips. That's a good choice. Hoosiers is my choice for that one. I go easy on that one. Baseball. It's probably Major League, but for love of the games up there. Fill the dreams. All right. Uh, Drew Fio- Fiorinelli. Would you rather take a punch from Mike Tyson now or Butterbean in his prime? Either's probably killing me, yeah, so it wouldn't matter. Die. Let's do it today. Let's just see if Tyson, you know, I don't know. So the, it was Butterbean in his prime or Tyson now? Right now. I mean, have you seen Tyson though? He is yeah, still, he's still, he's still got everything. I mean, he's... I, I, I'm telling you right now, he could. I don't know if he could win a championship, but he could fight a 25 year old and win. I don't have any doubt. What's a dessert that's better for breakfast the next day, and why is it cold banana pudding? Uh, so you're the wrong guy to ask. No, I like banana pudding. Uh-huh. But you don't like dessert. Yeah, I don't like dessert, so I am the wrong guy to ask this. I don't like banana pudding. I used to eat Snickers ice cream bars for breakfast. That's a good call. Back in the day. Long Nothing wrong ago. with that. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, let's see here. Eric Busby. Every time I look at my Josh Gordon Browns jersey, I get upset about the money I wasted in college. Then I remember people pay to read Yancey Porter, and I don't feel as bad. <laughs> I hadn't read the question. <laughs> What's the most frivolous thing you've ever spent money on? Ooh. The most frivolous thing I've ever spent money on. I'm trying to think. I, nothing's really... I feel like I'm pretty good at... If I buy this, there's going to be no use for it. Or if I buy yeah. this, it'll be useless. And I'm pretty good about not buying right. stupid stuff. Okay. I'm trying to think, like, you know. I, I, it's probably... The answer to my, that question is... I probably have a bunch of hats that I bought. Thinking, yeah. oh, that looks cool, and I never wear it. So yeah. That, I gamble that's like a lot. 30, so ba- that doesn't really count as buying something, but, you know. Um, me and a few friends are trying to get back into a workout routine. Can you two give us a base... Ex- he wants me to talk about working out. Can you two give us a base exercise we can do to see how out of shape we are? I mean, I should just say, just go run a mile. Yeah. And see see how long that uh, that takes you. And then you sort of go from there. He also wants to know how I became a Giants fan. It's real easy. Will Clark. That's a super easy question. Um, Dogbot, we all know you can still see people wearing Maroon is All That Matters shirts at sporting events. It is a plague. Some of those shirts still look brand new. What do you think the secret is to preserving these shirts 16 years later where they look like they were bought the day before? This is a good question. I have seen some of these shirts, and it's like, they're still crisp. 
shirt that shirt is going on 17 years old maybe it's because people feel guilty about wearing them so they only wear them every so often so they haven't been worn all that much yeah it may be so i don't know just trying to come up with a theory they're hermetic they keep them in a hermetically sealed vault <laughs> that's where they belong um where are we here? Colton Peterman, rank these Flying M's, the original Flying M, the Flying M Twitter account, the retro Flying M from 2020. The original Flying M is one, okay, just because it's the original. Yeah. Um, the Twitter account's really good, so mm-hmm. we're going to let you be uh, number so two. So he's got them ranked correctly, then. And while I like the updated version of those three, yeah, i got to put it. Shouldn't the back. original Flying M be last? Because it was some of the worst football teams this university ever saw. Uh, okay, maybe, but it's still We'll, we'll go with yours, though. Rob Hathaway wants to know, given Brian's missing the Luke Grant Hancock Grand Slam to watch the excitement that is 2021 MSU basketball, what's the biggest MSU sports moment that you missed because you made a poor decision to cover a different sport instead? I don't... And that's like... How, how often does something like that come up, you know? Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't really tell you that I have one other than that. There you go. Uh, I believe the most MSU, most recent MSU men's basketball game I attended was the NIT game against North Carolina. I've made good life choices, haven't I? I can't, yeah. I can't really disagree with you, to be totally honest. I'm sorry, I've been out of it for just a second here. I'm logging on here so I can record. Head coach Ben Howland. He's going to wonder why you're talking. Or you got the camera I, off? I've got the camera off. Good call. And I've got the volume down, so Sounds nobody's going to hear it. I'm just going to sit here and watch. There you go. What is the best seat you've ever had for a sporting event where you actually paid for a ticket? This is from Andrew Madd, wrestling included. Mm, our, our seats for Dynamite were, were really good. Were really I good. sat um, row two for a, a football game on the forty yard line, uh, but, but I've sat there. I've sat had like low seats on the forty or fifty twice, but they were both when State was not playing. I went to Ole Miss Tennessee in Memphis, the Liberty Bowl, and Ole Miss LSU in Jackson. Yeah, I used to always, in the old dude, sit in the box seats for, like, every game. Yeah, yeah, you had good seats. Um, I have sat right beside the Braves dugout at a few Braves games. So, uh, those stand out yeah. more, more than anything. I had good seats. I, the, I, I went to a Saints game. They lost the game. But uh, I, we were on about the 20, about row 8. I mean, you could see the whole field. It was fantastic. That was a game the Saints lost, but Reggie Bush took two punts back for touchdowns. So that place, it was it was fun. Uh, what's the best wrestling moment you've wisen, witnessed live, and what's one you wish you could have been at? WrestleMania three for me. Andrew, are you saying you went to WrestleMania three? I think that, that, that's no. He's about my age, so if he, I mean, if, if he was at WrestleMania three, then he probably on. don't remember it. I'm sure he's saying he wishes he was there. About to say, I was like, if you went to WrestleMania three, that is freaking awesome. Um, I wish I had been at the bash at the beach where Hogan turned heel. That would have been the one for me. I haven't actually. You've been. You were at WrestleMania where, where Daniel Bryan won the world title. Yes, but that's not. That will not be the most memorable moment of that WrestleMania for me. Seeing Austin and The Rock and Hogan. What the streak ending? Oh yeah, yeah. I the forgot pl- the 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 atmosphere in that place. You're like you should have. I can't describe it, man. It was like the air got sucked out of the building. Like yeah. they, something has just happened. Like yeah. they have messed this up. Yeah, it felt out of culture. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It That's was really. Point. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to think what what event would I have liked to have been at. Um, 
I mean, WrestleMania three is definitely one. It would have been really, really cool to have been there for uh, WrestleMania twenty five because that's my favorite match ever. Oh, was Austin, that, that first Taker, Michaels, uh, Taker. Michaels. Yeah, that'd been a good one. Could have been a good one. All right, Alexandra Watson. She's she's making us work here. So have you you've seen the Breakfast Club, right? Yes. Well, I'm not. I mean, I have seen it, but I I don't remember it enough to have an intelligent conversation about it. All right. So there's the, there's the joke in there that has no punchline, right? So here's the joke. A naked blonde walks into a bar carrying a poodle under one arm and a two-foot salami under the other. The bartender says, I suppose you won't be needing a drink. The naked lady says, and then, you know, you don't ever get the punchline. So what we've got here is, you know, she wants me to finish the joke. So I went and looked to find out how people finished it. So I like this one the best. The blonde says, actually, I do. The poodle will have a martini, very dry with two olives. The bartender raises an eyebrow and says, coming right up uh, for you. She says, I, I think I'll have a dog bowl with some water in it. The bartender looks confused and says, Miss, shouldn't the dog bowl go to the poodle and the martini be for you? And the blonde gets mad and looks at him and says, oh, you think you're so smart? Then he told me this. What's the salami supposed to drink? <laughs> so, let's go with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, the Flying M. Rank these Roberts. Robert Bean, Robert Doc Fogelsong, Robert Isaac, Robert Robert Jackson, Rob Morgan, Robert Woodard, and then he told me to throw Robbie Falk in there. Hmm? Robbie Falk is not a Robert. I just want to say that. He's Robbie. Robbie, you're getting lots of airtime today. Yeah, I know. All right. This is a tough one. I think Robert Jackson's going to be last because he transferred out. So he's yeah. last. And then Robert Bean's up near the top. Yeah. I'm going to put Robert, Robbie Falk, uh, so that would be uh, eighth. So he, Robbie's, Robbie is seventh. We'll go Robert uh, Isaac. Robert Isaac actually started at quite a few key games. So Rob Morgan will be sixth. Rob Isaac, Robert Isaac is fifth. I'm sorry, I've got this messed up. So he's fourth. Robert Woodard is third. Robert Bean is second. And Robert Doc Fogelsong is first because he got Larry Templeton out of here. He's first on my list. I'll buy that man's drinks anywhere he wants to drink them. Need to buy him a new plane. I, that He needs a new plane. Gosh almighty. Are you going to agree or do you want to go Bean first? I'm going Bean first from, on my personal list. And here. then where's Fogelsong? I don't know, but I don't think I've got him all that high. First. <laughs> all right. My list goes Jackson, Falk, Morgan, Isaac, Woodard, Bean, Fogelsong. Joel's goes. Is that what? I mean, just take, just swap Fogelsong and Bean. Okay. And I, that's okay. close enough. All right. I don't know. I, no, put Fogelsong on down. Hey. He got rid of Larry Templeton. Put Fogelsong on down the list. Killing me, man. All right. Um, Caleb Glover wants to know. Guys, with the walkout song question, it is so overplayed. I'm not answering it again. This is, this is the third person to ask it today. About what? What would our walkout songs be? Oh, this one he does say if we had to pick an explicit song. Going natural born killers with Ice Cube and Dr. Dre. What so, if you let, let's switch it up? What if you had to pick one for me? Hmm? Um, well, what was Chippers? It's crazy Train, right? Crazy Train. That's what I would pick. Yeah, I'll keep it easy. What about me? Uh, it could be that uh, 
song they play at like every sporting event now has the uh, profanity in it that's censored out. Mo Bamba? Yeah, that's you. Really? I was talking about that. Mo Bamba, <laughs> them playing the Mo Bamba on the organ now, makes me laugh every time. The, no, that's not really it. The answer is Mississippi Queen. Carlisle Kessler is his walkout it of Mississippi, Mississippi Queen. Queen yeah. yeah. So you weren't there on Sunday. I had to sing with Tyler Horka. Down around I was hoping you'd go with Big Papa. <laughs> but we'll go with that. He also wants to know if you could have a with no risk of injury, have a big cat as a pet, what would you pick? Um, Imagine having a lion. I know. I was sitting here thinking a lot. They would love me at Welcome Home Beef if I had a lion. I'd be in there every day. I need twenty ribeyes. I mean, if you just had a lion. It was the Nobody, coolest thing ever. It'd be the coolest and thing ever. And you'd have to no name him something like with. Fluffy or Snowflake or something. Like, you want to meet my cat Snowflake? Yeah. And they walk in. Rawr, rawr, rawr. Fantastic. The Flying M. Rank these MSU Bryans. Brooks Bryan. Brian Haydad. Brian Hazelwood. Brian Lenimpha, which is Spanish for the Nympha. Brian Price. Brian Weiss. I am dead last on this list. Brian Weiss is one, I think. He was really good. He Does Brian Hazelwood's one moment in time get it, him to number one? It doesn't for me. Okay. Brian, Brooks Bryan is better than Brian Weiss. Have you seen, Have you looked at Brian Weiss? His stats are great, numbers? but Brooks Bryan. I love Back-to-back well, back back College Brooks World Bryan. Series. Come on. Well, Brian Weiss went to. He was on the 97 team. Or if he was, he wasn't a big contributor. Um, Man. I'll, I'll, I'll let Brooks Bryan have it because, A, I love you, Brooks, and, and B, I, he's a pretty frequent listener to the show. <laughs> yeah. I'm going. But right. Brian Weiss is really good. From bottom to, to top, I'm going Haydad, Lenimpha, Price, Weiss, Hazelwood, Brooks Bryan. That field goal gets Brian Hazelwood up. We were talking about moments earlier. That's that's one of the the seminal moments in MSU football history. It is, it is. But we are putting him at number two for for, for what, that moment. For if we were ranking Morgans. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I'm good with it. Okay. Wick McAnally. If we had to choose, you had to be one of these things. Which would you pick? Proctologist, urologist, or podiatrist? I actually went to the podiatrist right before we recorded this show. Did you? Yeah. What's wrong with your foot? Uh, my, my got toe, plantar fasciitis. No, my, my toe is hadn't been in good shape for like two years. It's uh. That's no good. I only have to cut nine toenails. Oh. My left big toe. Uh huh. Ain't grown in two years. <laughs> well, I got to be honest. As bad as that sounds, I'd still rather be a proctol. I'd rather be a podiatrist than a proctologist or a urologist. Yes, I would. Really I have no interest in the swimsuit area. No. So, what was the best TV show car? This is from Whit McAnally as well. Kit. The General Lee or the A-Team van? To, I, it's just probably how I grew up or whatever and what yeah. was on a lot, but I watched a lot of Dukes of Hazard. So. so here's... If you tell me which one is the best, it's the General Lee. But what's the one I would drive? It's not the General Lee. I'm not driving around with a big Confederate yeah. flag. And yeah. that has nothing to do with politics. That's just an old Miss thing. I'm not driving around with that. So the A-Team van is the one I want to drive. But yes, and Kit, which is hilarious. Kit's like this super futuristic car, but, you know, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Ian Ladner, another superstition question. What is your wildest sports superstition? Do you have one more than the foam bat? Mm-mm. 
No, I, I'm really not all that superstitious when it comes to stuff. Uh, I do... Uh, you will usually see me from April to October. I will wear the hat that day that the Braves are wearing. Like if they're yeah, at home, if they're, that, yeah. if they're home, I wear the home hat. If they're on the road, I wear the road hat. If there's it's like a special edition hat, a lot of times I have ordered it and have it by that day. <laughs> I'll wear it that day. Um, I don't know if that's superstition so much as just I like having on the same hat they have kind of deal. But all right. Uh, Ryan Sims, as someone who works in the automotive industry, I'm curious in your take on electric cars. Let's say Starkville had the charging infrastructure around town. What would it take for you to make the switch to an electronic vehicle? I mean, I, first off, are you just giving it to me? Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. I don't really want to pay for a new car right now. I mean, I don't... If I have the ability to charge a car, I would not have an issue having a, an electric car. Wouldn't bother me. I drive a small car anyway. So now, now Joel drives a big old pickup truck, so I don't know if that's a doable thing or not. Yeah, I, I need to just look more into it. I, I'm not opposed to it. As long as the thing rolls and gets mm -hmm. me where I'm going, I don't care how it's fueled. Um, I mean, look, I know there's economic impacts here because, I mean, I, I, I got friends and family that have worked at, you know, renewable resource getting, you know, coal, and I, I ain't going down that road, but I'm just saying from a sheer what I have perspective, I don't really care what how it runs as long as it runs. Right. Uh, let's see here. Ryan Nelson wants to know, rank Will Farrell, Jim Carrey, and Adam Sandler according to their catalog. Carrey, Farrell, Sandler. And is, that's, that's who we're ranking yeah. here? I feel like Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey is, is probably one, right? What? Well, he's just been in everything, man. Like he's been no. In, no chance. He's third. You think so? Oh, yeah. What's the best Jim Carrey movie? I mean, The Mask and Ace Ventura, but those don't really hold up against... Liar Liar's pretty good. Do those hold up against Old School or Happy no. Gilmore? No. The thing is, the other... I guess they all have stinkers, though. The problem is, we, we got to rank them on the highs, because they all have they bad all have lows. lows. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's what I'm trying to think. Like, I'm going Sandler, Farrell, Carey. Because I think Billy Madison and Happy Billy Gilmore Madison are the Happy best Gilmore. two of this group. As much as I love old school. And he's Waterboy, yeah, Sandler's Waterboy, one. yeah. Sandler's one. Yeah. Sandler, Farrell, Carey for me. Yeah. You seen the I number 23? So. That's a real stinker from Jim Carrey. I guess it's just that all the movies that I watch of Jim Carrey are mm -hmm. pretty good. And I mean, I, yeah, that's not they're bad, but they're not as... Happy Gilmore is the best movie in this group. In my opinion, old school versus Billy Madison is a push, maybe, but Happy Gilmore takes Sandler to the top. The price is wrong, Brian. Yeah. I also wants to know, Ryan does, is this going to be the hardest season ever to make the College World Series? I feel like it's sort of relative, right? Yeah. Everybody's good. So the things it's, it's that not make, any more difficult. Things that make you really good, everybody else had those advantages exactly. too. Exactly. Uh, let's see here. Account I made for the rumblings wants to know. I'm prepping for a fantasy baseball draft. Any under the radar Braves or Giants? I say the fewer Giants you have, the better chance you have of winning your league. I'm trying to think of who on the Braves would be just a, like a, a fantasy. Like under the radar too. I mean, obviously Freeman and Ozuna are, are good players to have, but yeah, is this Austin Riley's year to really take a step forward? 
from a fantasy perspective, well, the thing is, Austin's probably not going to hit for an incredibly high average, but if he figures it out, he's going to hit for a ton of power. Um, well, I mean, if you're playing a fantasy league where you're working with stats, you know, if you can get a power guy in there, you can get some average guys yeah, in there to bring that yeah, up. Yeah, you get a bunch of homers and RBI. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Riley may be the guy that you circle as you might label as under the radar. Because, I mean, if I said, like Ozzy Albies, for instance, I mean, he's ton of, I don't know if you consider him under the radar. Mm hmm. Um, I mean, Dansby, I think, has the opportunity to have a really good year, but I don't know what he's going to give you from a fantasy perspective. I agree. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say Austin Riley has a chance to blossom into that guy that he was mm-hmm. when he came up for the first two months and he looked like Babe Ruth. Yeah. If he can – he's obviously not going to do that for his whole career, but if he right. can start making strides to become even half that, then he'd be a decent fantasy player. Yeah. Joe Nathan says, recently an Ole Miss fan replied to one of my tweets from last June. What's the most random or idiotic tweet you've gotten from that fan base who claims we are obsessed with them? I mean, I can't even start the list. I got so many. Uh, the most recent was one because I tweeted about Polk and Jim Ellis the other day, you know, mm-hmm. whenever yeah, yeah. the whole, is that the Little, little League, league thing, team? Yeah. No, that's Ole Miss. Uh, one of them hopped up in, because I, in jest, said that was a legendary moment or something yeah. like that. And I had an old Miss guy that tweeted at me that said, "Legend, something like a, a legendary moment, y'all are obsessed. Or, I, anyway, I can't remember how, how just, he worded it, but it was so something annoying. like that. I, was I always like, say the same thing sarcasm, to the guys, like, dude. You follow me, dude. Yeah. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. I had some guy like, the other day when Brandon Walker did his video after State beat Ole Miss in basketball, I said something about, it's like he was trying to pretend to be Ben Mintz, and I was like, "Your voice doesn't have that smoke a pack of short camels every day sound to it." And some Ole Miss fans like he just starts going in on me. He's like, "Mintz is ten times more successful than you'll ever be." And then Brandon Walker came in there. It's like, and I'm ten times more successful than he'll ever be. So what are we talking about here? <laughs> I thought it was great. And the guy just kept going on and on. He's like, "Just go make another crappy podcast, hey Dad." I was like, "Well, at least I know you'll be listening. If you're listening, John, hey." I'm sure his real name's not John because that's a first name. Yeah, his name is probably you know Timbers or something. I don't know. Uh, Ryan Pace wants to know: Do you find it weird that you can go south on a globe and eventually it becomes north, but if you go east, you'll never go west? That's a good point. That is true. You get to the North Pole, you don't have any choice. You can't keep going north at that point. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to the age-old saying of what goes up must eventually come down. Yes, but I mean, what goes side to side can go one way forever. Can keep going to the side. This is a good question here. Not question of the day, but good. Ryan Pace, how famous do you have to be to get assassinated rather than just getting murdered? If they will cover your, your death on the news more than there was another murder in this city today, that's assassination, right? I mean, you have to be notable to be assassinated, right? right? That's the only way... If you have more than 9,000 Twitter followers, you were assassinated. <laughs> Joel Coleman was assassinated today. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Ryan Pace, what That's would happen... If, I've never really thought about that. It's a good point, though, yeah. What would happen if Pinocchio said, my nose will grow now? It's kind of like the whole thing if you you know, tape a piece of buttered bread to a cat. Which side would it land on? <laughs> like, I don't know the answer to that. Well, my nose will grow now. So he's lying because it won't, but he because he lied, it should. I think it would grow. But then he would be telling the truth. I don't know. 
At the moment he said it, it was a lie. Yeah. So it's a lie, so it would grow. It was made a truth posthumously, shall we say. Yeah. All right. I think we figured it out. Last one from Ryan. Were you aware that when the women's basketball team beat UConn in the NCAA tournament, Brent Rooker celebrated with such excitement in the hotel lobby, it caused a full body cramp, making him sick, and he had to go to the emergency room to get hooked up to an IV. I did know that. I'd forgotten it. Yeah. I, if you I, watch the video, like you see him like sort of collapse almost. So that's a cool video. I remember that very uh, distinctly. They were up in Oxford. Yeah. And I think that might be. Oh, here we go. Uh, we answered that question last week from Stephen. Whit McAnally again. What's the best duo not named Thunder and Lightning? So of this group, Bo and Luke Duke, Starsky and Hunch, Ponch and John, or Lone Ranger and Tonto? See, for my life, it's Ponch and John because I was a humongous Chips fan. Well, we just said you were a big Dukes of Hazard fan, too. I was, but I was bigger. So Chips over Bo and Luke Duke. For me, I watched more Chips. I'm going Bo and Luke Duke. Not uh, the great, That's not the greatest duo ever, but it's of that list it is. Yes. Greatest duo ever? Batman and Robin? Joel Coleman, ladies and gentlemen. That's why he's my friend. Right after that, Ronald Acuna, Ozzy Alves. Eh. Maybe not. Uh, Whit McAnally, if you were a wrestler, what style tights would you wear? You gonna go, you're just going to go the briefs? <sighs> no, man, I ain't going to briefs. I'd probably do like just I like the long pants. Long pants. You want to go Lesnar and go like the yeah, long shorts? I don't. I don't want the long shorts. I'm going Kurt Angle singlet, so I can pull the straps down when yeah. I need to. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's where I'm going. Um, Chris yeah. Williams, I don't know the answer to your question, Chris. So let's save that for another day until I can. I will look into it though. Joel and I both will. Russ Huddleston. Uh, what was it? His about question, Adidas? I actually, uh, I sent a text. Oh, let me ask the question. That was Hold one on. that I did let me say. Ask. Let me ask okay. the question. What's the status of Mississippi State's agreement with Adidas? Last published report said the deal was through 2020. Adidas has dropped two lines of school-specific shoes in the last year for schools. It's sponsored. Mississippi State has been in neither. That was a question, one of the few rumblings questions I did see ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I just saw it not long before I got here. Right. And uh, I sent a text when I saw it. And as we sit here now, some hour and a half later, it has still not been responded to. So we still don't know the answer. So um, my point was correct, that we don't know well, the answer. Well, I was just telling him that so I'm in the process of trying to find your answer. All right, so Joel will tweet the answer to Chris when he has it. If I get one, I sure will. All right, then. Uh, Russ Heldleston, while watching games with the dude this weekend, I noticed the 22nd pitch count. It's, it's he says play clock. It's the pitch clock. Yeah. Nobody really uses it, though, right? Can you explain when it's supposed to start? When does an infraction occur? What's the warning? What's the penalty? If it runs out, first off, if somebody's on base, it doesn't matter. I don't care what the pitch clock says. It should not even be running if somebody's on base because it does, when somebody is on base, the pitch count does not count. Right. See, I mean, you can sit there and hold the ball forever, whatever. So it's only pertinent when nobody's on base. Um, if it runs out, you're supposed to be charged with a ball. I'm trying to remember. Maybe it's happened. I don't know. I don't recall it being enforced. I mean, do you recall any point where they've just thrown a ball up on No. So, I almost think at this point, while it is in the rule book as you're supposed to charge a ball, it's almost just a suggestion. And most times, I mean, they do pitch before it runs out. Yeah. So, I mean, it hadn't really been an issue. But that's what the rule is supposed to be. If it runs out, you're supposed to get charged with a ball. And if a runner's on base, it doesn't even matter. Right. 
Um, but yeah, I, I'm a little bit confused too because it does kind of seem like we're just ignoring the thing. It's just out there running. Uh, but that's how it's supposed to be. We'll see. We'll see if we ever encounter an infraction. We'll see. All right, tomorrow's show, Just Brian with uh, Joel being out. Uh, for baseball, and then Joel will be back on Friday and we'll look ahead to the weekend. And if you want uh, live play-by-play coverage... There's only one place. Cowbellcorner.com Talk to you guys tomorrow. For Joel T. Coleman, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.